I understand you're afraid. I understand you're concerned. I understand you're scared. Or even if you're not worried for yourself, you're worried for your daughters or your friends or whoever it is. Like, oh, like, well, if they needed an abortion now, they can't get one. Um, that's not that's not something that you need to be afraid of because in post-war America, the pro-life movement is ready to take that on and to, to make sure that we're building a society where that's not even... Um, it's not even like a necessity anymore. Like nobody feels like they need to do that. There's other countries that have done that where um, they actually haven't even outlawed abortion, which, you know, we're, we disagree with that. But um, the point is that there's, there's several countries. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello everyone, my name is Mal- Wow. Hello everyone, you're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. My name is Mallory and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. That was such a weird way for me to start, don't know what that was about. Anyway, it's been a long day. Anyway, I'm super excited to have my friend Lily on. She was on here, um, she's been on the show Many it's well another time at least once or twice at least another time she's been on and um we are going to have a really good conversation she is an intern with standing with you and with everything going on with Roe um we're preparing for a post Roe America so Lily is going to talk to us a little bit about resources our rights as pregnant women in college um and just so many other things in within that uh, context. So, uh, Lily, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about, like, what made you interested in um, wanting to help women? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, thanks for having me, Mal. Um, So, basically, where my interest in this stems is when I realized in my freshman year of college how little students knew about pregnancy resources and their Title IX rights. I actually knew very little as well, but I knew that, that these things were out there. I knew they existed. And I realized that Um, one of the reasons a lot of students were struggling if they were pregnant or felt pressure to get abortions or things like that was because they didn't know about their rights as pregnant students and they didn't know about the resources available to them. So from there, I became uh, very passionate about just raising awareness, basically, making sure that everybody knows about the rights and the resources that are available to them. Okay, well, let's get into some of the rights and resources because we talked a little bit before and she mentioned some things that I didn't even know about. So can you tell us a little bit what Title IX is? Because we hear that talked about, and I feel like it's thrown around a lot, but can you tell us exactly what Title IX is and, like, what it does? Yeah, so Title IX is a section of the Education Amendments, and it's um, basically, it's very broad, so it has to do with sex-based discrimination in publicly funded schools. So, you know, a lot of things fall under it, like um, sexual assault or harassment or those kinds of things. So if that kind of thing happens to you on your campus, you've probably heard of Title IX and your Title IX coordinator. Um, but Title IX also covers rights for pregnant and parenting students. So um, under Title IX, 
pregnant and parenting students have certain rights on college and high school campuses as well. Um, there's a lot of you know misconceptions about what that is, but basically, um, if you're pregnant on your campus, you have the right to certain things. So you have the right to take a leave of absence if you need to. You can re-enter into your academic programs, whether it was you were in honors program or anything else. You can take your leave of absence and enter with the same standing that you had before. Your your university is not allowed to kick you out of that. Um, if you're a student athlete, you should never feel pressured to have an abortion to stay on your team. That actually happened a while back. There was some students at, um, I forget the name of the university, but I can I can give it to you afterwards so you can link it. It was and we but can, basically it, 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 it happened too. at a few of them. <laughs> basically, what happened was they made these girls sign this paperwork saying if you get pregnant, you're kicked off the team unless you have an abortion because you can't be pregnant and be on this team. And under Title IX, that's illegal, so schools can't do that. So basically, um, some girls had an abortion because they didn't want to suffer the consequences, and then other girls who decided to keep their children. Um, they lost their scholarship, they lost their um, participation on the team, and that's that's illegal under Title IX. So schools are not allowed to take away your um, athletic participation or participation in any other kinds of um, um, academic programs. You're allowed to take a leave of absence, you're allowed to do makeup work. Um, they're, they're not allowed to um, deny you any kind of accessibility. They have to make the same accommodations for you as they would for other students with temporary disabilities. So that's how pregnant students need to be treated as, as someone with a temporary disability that needs to be accommodated. Um, so there's a lot of things that fall under Title IX. Like you have a right to breastfeed or pump at school. You have the right to take as many absences from class as your, t as your um, doctor says is necessary. You're not allowed to use your, you lose your financial aid, your scholarships, or there's, there's a lot of things that fall under it, but basically the main problem is that schools and teachers and students, they, they just, they don't know what these rights are. Students are educated. So that's, that's something that I'm really passionate Hello? about is that discrimination happens against. You froze. Oh, sorry. Lily, you're freezing. Technical difficulties, you guys. Hold on one second. It's freezing a little bit. Okay, there we go. You're good. Okay. Do you want me to pick up just where I was? Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, the biggest problem with um, Title IX violations is that students and administrators and faculty they don't they don't know what their Title IX rights are as pregnant students. So. And why do you think that really quick? Why do you think that is? Why do you think we don't know? Um, we don't know about this. Because I, I didn't really know anything about this myself. It's just a big lack of education. It's something that they're just not pushing to the forefront. You know, they, um, I don't want to say that they just want students to have abortions. That's not necessarily accurate, but they're just not um, doing a good enough job at educating students. Um, a lot of times, like the the faculty does know what what the t the students' Title IX rights are if they're pregnant, but um, but they just don't care. Or more commonly, I think a lot of teachers and administrators, they just, they don't know. So if like one of their students is pregnant and they're like, well, sorry, like you missed your final. I don't know what to do about that, you know, but the student has a right to make up their homework because they shouldn't have to fail their classes because they're pregnant. That's, that's discrimination. But a lot of times these teachers, they just don't know that that's what the student has a right to. So they don't know how to proceed from there. Um, and students don't know either. So if you're pregnant and your teacher tells you and you missed your final or whatever, because there's a story of um, one girl, her name is Ruth, and she missed her finals because she gave birth the week before and she failed her classes and lost 
lost her financial aid. Um, but that shouldn't have happened. She should she should have been able to retake her files and not get kicked out of a program or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but it, and her teachers had no bad intentions. They just didn't know what her rights are, and she didn't know either. So I I am of the belief that discrimination against pregnant students doesn't start with, you know, people just not wanting to help them. It starts with a lack of education. Discrimination starts with not teaching students and not teaching their faculty and administrators what their rights are. So because women can't stand up for their rights if they don't even know what those are. And even if you're not pregnant, we should all be able to, you know, stand up for our friends. If one of our friends is pregnant on campus, we should be able to say like, hey, this is the help you can get. Your school's allowed to do this. They're not allowed to do that. Um, It's yeah, it's really about education and awareness. Yeah, I agree. I think um, probably one of the biggest hurdles that we have in this fight um, for for women uh, to be able to get these resources is just education. I think a lot of women just aren't aware of the things that they have, the Title IX benefits that they have. And if, like you said, if you're not aware, you can't advocate for yourself. So this is good. Everyone listening, this is another episode that's going to be really important to share with your friends um, because if someone, women can do it all. They can. They can do it all, especially with help with their community. And if they are made aware of their options and they're made aware of their resources, then they're able to be more successful um, when they are are pregnant. Um, so my next question, I think, is kind of just to transition a little bit over. So we know about Title IX. We know our rights now. Um, now, let's say you are pregnant on campus and you need some help. What are some things that... Um, what what's out there for a pregnant um student so on campus as far as what your school needs to provide to you uh, as i said it's you know things like being able to take medical absences being able to nurse or pump at school a lot of schools then they're not required to but a lot of schools um can provide child care and things like that so um I would look to like your your Title IX coordinator to see like what resources are available. And also, I wanted to add that um, these Title IX rights apply to students who are who are pregnant and parenting, but also students who have had miscarriages or abortions or false pregnancies. Those are all things that fall under this as well. So if you've experienced any of those things, um, then the, the, this applies to you as well. Um, on campus, yeah, I would look to see what, what outside of Title IX, what your school offers as benefits. Sometimes schools have scholarships. Um, outside of that, and we'll talk about this a little bit more after, but um, there's just thousands and thousands of pregnancy resources across America that aren't affiliated with your school, but are really, really important to learn about and access. Great. Um, so let's talk, let's just go ahead and talk about them. Um, Standing With You is an amazing program. Can you yeah, tell us definitely. a little bit about so that? Standing With You is an initiative of Students for Life of America, Students for Life being the big pro-life organization that we're both familiar with. And so right now I intern for Standing With You. Our audience yeah, should definitely. be familiar with it as well. You guys should know by this point. Uh, and so I intern for Standing With You right now. So they're part of Students for Life. Um, but basically what we do is we focus on pregnancy resources. So the initiative was actually called Pregnant on Campus Initiative, and we rebranded at the beginning of 2021 to Standing With You. But the idea is the same, to have like a, it's basically a hub of all of the pregnancy resources in the United States, not just for campuses. So it, it was, it started out as something as an advocate group for um, pregnant students, but now it's just for 
anyone who needs this. So we, we're kind of shifting away from like the campus focus to just a nationwide focus. Um, but obviously it's, it's still there for students too. Um, a lot of times there's campus resources that, that students can access, like, you know, student groups on campus who offer scholarships and things like that. But um, so standing with you basically takes all the pregnancy resources we can find, all the life-affirming pregnancy resources, whether it's um, medical care, child care, insurance, shelter, food. Um, we can go through some more of the things later. But basically what it does is you go onto the, the website standingwithyou.org, you type in your zip code, and it will bring up all of the different um resources that you might need and you can go by category whether you need food or shelter and it's it's for pregnant women but also for domestic violence so that women can find shelter um so what i do basically is i kind of like streamline about all the resources i go through them i put them in the in the website so most of the things that you see in there will, will very likely be something that i like i set up in there um but we just recently passed 3000 resources so it's pretty amazing, honestly, how many resources. Wow. Are yeah, it's, that's a it's comprehensive huge, list. Honestly, because yeah, and again, like one of the biggest problems is that women just don't know; they're not aware of the resources that are available to them. So a lot mm -hmm. of times, they feel pressured to make a certain you know decision mm -hmm. about their life based on the fact that they don't think that they have any other options. And what we're trying to do is make sure that no woman ever feels like she's out of options. And and it's especially important for students because as a student, if you become pregnant, you're like, well, I don't know what else to do. Like, I can't take care of this baby. I can't, um, I can't get my degree and take care of this baby or, you know, I can't achieve my dreams. And basically our, our, our motto is no woman stands alone. And our mission is to create a world where no woman ever feels like she has to choose between her child and her dreams. I love that. And I think that's really important with um, everything that's going on in society right now. It's so important for us to um, be able to support pregnant women um, in however they need the support. And I love the no woman stands alone because that's really how we are going to be able to get move forward in society. That's really how we're going to be able to help people is if we are um, standing with our fellow sisters, especially us women. I think men need to step up too, but I really do think women are really, we can really step up because the reality is if um, I myself is experiencing unplanned pregnancy, I'm not going to go talk to Bob over there. I want to talk to Mary. That's just how it is. Um, that's just the truth of the matter. Um, so yeah, so that's really great that they have all of those resources. And these are resources yes, all so across the country, correct? We have correct? resources in all 50 states. And when I say we, I'm talking about basically just incredible people from all over the country who set these up. Um, most of them are most of them are free. We try to keep it at least low cost. Most of the resources you'll find in Standing With You are free. If mm -hmm. not, there's like just some very, very low cost things in there. For example, you might find a pregnancy center that will do like free ultrasounds, free pregnancy tests, things like that. And maybe they'll charge a little bit for like an STD test, like for, just for the lab tests. But everything they provide is free of charge for themselves. So if they have to like pay for something outside, then then, you know, maybe it will cost a little there, but then I, I don't, I can't give you a percentage, but I would say the majority of the resources in there are free. And our goal is just to make them very easy to access, very easy to find. Um, we have all the contact information, links to websites in there. So yeah, it's in all 50 states. So obviously it's not the same amount in every state because, you know, some states are bigger or smaller, but I mean, we're averaging like 600 per state if we're over 3000 resources. So yeah, all 50 states, and just every kind of resource in every state, pregnancy centers, shelters, food, 
Um, we also have like links for affordable childcare, um, subsidies to help them. We have also, and since we're speaking of students, um, there's a lot of links in there to find scholarships and grants, some for any students, some specifically for pregnant students and parenting students. Basically, like, yeah, definitely. So you can go oh, on with you and go to the finance or education category and you can find all kinds of um, scholarships to apply for, whether they're national or just in your state. There's a lot of help out there for pregnant students because we want to see them succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And when we see people succeed, it helps them as well as us. It helps us as a community, helps us as a country. We want successful people. We want intelligent, successful people as well. Um, and we, we want more nurses. We want more doctors. We want more lawyers. We, I'm trying to think of other <laughs> things you can be in college. Because when I was in college, it was, yeah. you, we want more teachers. You know, like, <laughs> this is yeah, good. This we, is good things. Um so oh, I also say I, we want people oh, to be able to achieve their dreams, you know? It's it's um we want to see these women succeed. Yes. And really everybody does. And I think that that's on both sides of, of the line because you know, you and I are both very pro life and we'll never apologize for that. But I think in general, most people they just want to see women succeed. They want to see women get their education, start their careers, and be successful. They want to see women thrive, you know. I think really the point we need to make is um it's just showing people that, that women never need to feel pressured into, you know, getting an abortion or, or, or losing what it is that they're working towards. Like, they don't need to choose. Like, both things are achievable if you know where to get the right help. Yes, I love that. And I, I think you're in, um, right on the nose. I think both sides do, for the most part, I've been saying this, the more I do um, advocacy outside of the internet. Um, when you really talk to people in real life, most people do want women to succeed. Most people really do care about women, but they just have a, I believe a completely incorrect wrong way. And they just need to be educated and told the truth. And also to some people probably need uh, got to work on their hearts. But the point is though, almost all of us really do want women to succeed and to have their dreams. Um, so also too, so Standing with you has resources, and I want to little, talk a little bit about pregnancy resource centers. Um, they are local um, nonprofits, nonprofits. So they need your money. <laughs> donate, 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 everyone, donate. Um, they're local nonprofits that do not get money from the government that help women um, in unplanned pregnancies or in situations where they. Um, facing difficulty with their pre pregnancy. Can you share a little bit about yeah, that? Exactly. Uh, talk so about that's pregnancy resource probably centers. the biggest thing that's standing with you promotes is these pregnancy resource centers. Um, the most common, when I was filling out the resources, I would find that like you would um, find generally the same things at every single one. Some of them have different things as well, but like the core things that they all have are pregnancy tests, uh, parenting classes. Most of them have STD testing and a lot of them have STD and STI treatment. Um, most of them will have ultrasounds and uh, what else will they have? They will have um, counseling. So options counseling. Most of them um, will do community referrals for housing, um, financial aid and adoption. That's actually another huge thing I forgot to mention that standing with you promotes is adoption. Um, we have a lot of really, really great adoption um, adoption centers that we've linked in there and you can find them in any state. Um, 
but yeah, so these pregnancy centers, they don't necessarily do all those things. Like they're not an adoption resource themselves, but they will do referrals. Um, and yeah, they kind of just, they're mm -hmm. outside of like all the physical things that they can offer. They are a place where women can go where they don't have, when they don't have anywhere else to go. If they're pregnant, if they're alone, they're scared, they have counseling, they have people who are going to walk with them through their pregnancy, going to encourage them. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that won't judge them exactly that, yeah every literally just want to help say we like this is just a phrase that i've i've had to use like so many times when like putting in the descriptions confidential non-judgmental and what is the other word compassionate like they they all they're all on the same page with that mm -hmm. um and they all have their own way of saying it but they all use those words and they're basically just saying you know they will give abortion information they will teach women you know what the procedure is how it works they won't perform them or refer for them but they basically, they're just there to give women all their options. They just want women to know the truth about what it is that they're deciding to do so that they can make the best decision for themselves. So they'll, you know, if you want to be a parent, they'll give you parenting classes. If you want to um, choose adoption, they will help you through that process. And they will, you know, they might not be the adoption center themselves, but they will walk with you through the process. Um, if, if you're considering abortion, they will, you know, give you all the facts on what that is. So that's why those are, they're really, really important. And they're just, you know, a place where women can, can go and heal. They also, um, a lot of them do post-abortion healing. So there's a lot of women, you know, who have had an abortion and they're, they're hurting from it. And so these places, um, will do like post-abortion counseling and help women heal from that. Um, a lot of places also do the abortion pill reversal, which I'm sure you know about, but that's one of the coolest things ever where yeah, so it, like if you've taken yeah, let's talk about pill, that. The first abortion, so the abortion chemical abortion is like two pills, which a lot of people don't know. But if you've taken the first pill, there's actually a possibility of reversing it if you if like within 24 hours or so. If you haven't taken the second pill yet, it is reversible, reversible because what it does is it blocks the progesterone and it kind of, it's supposed to, it's meant to starve the baby to death and then. Um, the second pill will induce labor essentially but if you haven't taken the second pill it's completely possible to reverse it it's it doesn't always work but it is very possible so a lot of these centers will help women yeah it's yeah, a very high it's, percentage it's, it's really amazing yeah. what they do with it so if a woman decides like oh i didn't want to do that she can go to these pregnancy centers and they um can either do it or they can um, refer her very quickly to somewhere that can do it Yeah, and I love that. I I am a very, 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 very big advocate for pregnancy resource centers. I uh, personally, my mom was on the board of the one, like the main one in Charlotte when I grew up. So I've known about pregnancy resource centers for a really long time. I knew that there were options for women, and I didn't know that there are so many women out there who do not know about these other options. And I've talked, I talked to a friend. I was on his podcast um, a couple months ago. And he told me he's been pro-life his whole life, but he didn't even really know about pregnancy resource centers. So I started talking so much about them. So I think this is just another call. And I've said this before on the podcast and I'll say it again. This is just another call to make sure that you are talking about them. Make sure you are donating. Um, what's the saying? Your time, talents, and treasure. So you don't have to donate um, money. It, they need it. So if you can, please do. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you, you go to those dinners and they're like, all right. <laughs> Man, we could really use $500 from everybody a month. Okay, Mallory's not there yet. Mallory's mm -hmm. not there. I could do about $10 a month where I am right now. And, you know, 
10 years from now, maybe I could do $500 a month. But right now I can't. And that $10 here, that $10 there, that really does make a difference. Your talents. They need people to help them with social media. They need people, uh, they need nurses. A lot of pregnancy resource centers that do have ultrasound technology, you have to be trained for that. One of the great things that I can say about pregnancy resource centers that I cannot say about Planned Parenthoods is that they make sure that everyone that is doing something medical is actually trained. If you listen to our episode um, last year, uh, I'll maybe I'll link it somewhere where we talked with uh, Annette who had left Planned Parenthood um, when we were, if you listen to that episode, she explained how she actually had to help um, like assist. She helped guide something dealing with an abortion and she's not trained for that. She's not medically trained. She was just supposed to be doing administration in a pregnancy resource center. You will not have that problem. The woman who's doing your ultrasound, she has been trained. She has her credentials and everything like that, too. So um, if you have that talent, if you are blessed with that ability to help, that's another great way. Time, talent. Oh, and then time. Yeah, that's your talent. So time. Um, Time, it could be they need sometimes they need people to stuff envelopes for maybe let's say there's a banquet that they're having where the people there are people at those banquets who can give 500 a month and they just need to know about it so maybe they need people to advertise for them maybe they need people to help set up maybe they need people to greet i know a lot of pregnancy resource centers um have someone who greets people when they come in someone with a nice happy welcoming smile um if you have that time and you have that talent of being happy and peppy is definitely a talent if you have that a pregnancy resource center could absolutely use you and during this time we absolutely need to be doing our best to giving our time talent and treasure because once um when you enter a post-row america they're going to be flooded people are going to always have sex they're going to always be pregnant that is not something that's going to stop um so we need to uh if you are consider yourself pro-life, you need to be doing your part to help. Um, and there, every city has one. Um, some might be better. Some might be better or worse. Some might be better. Some might be worse. I couldn't think of the opposite of better. Some might be better than others. Um, and if you find, if you look at your pregnancy research center and you're like, oh, man, they have two people working here and I feel like they do nothing. Well, then, sir, that is God's calling on you. Um, so that means you step up, you see how you can help because we really have to, um, and I mean, even the, oh, another thing too, I just thought of this, um, Melanie and I have both talked about on the sidewalk where, um, for example, Planned Parenthood, they don't always, abortion days are not always, um, every day. So one of the great things that we can do is we can turn people, take their, um, business, the Planned Parenthood business by saying, okay, well, if you're here for, STD, STI testing, well, this pregnancy resource center actually does that. So that's great. I've been seeing a couple years ago that wasn't a thing, but I've been hearing that a lot of, at various um, at various pregnancy resource centers. There's about four in the Charlotte area. I say Charlotte area because Charlotte is like very wide and encompassing. And there's like cities around Charlotte that say they're part of Charlotte. Anyway, in the Charlotte area, there's about four or five. And I believe two of them do STI. Uh, STD testing. So that's great that more um, resource centers are doing that because the more um, people we can take. Yeah, and I would say that uh, just from what better. I've seen and from the many, many resources I've put into standingwithyou.com 
or .org, I don't know why I said .com, um, but from all the resources I've put in, I would say, I think it's safe to say that the majority now are doing STD and STI testing, and then not the majority are doing treatment, That's but a great. large, large number of them are doing treatment, so again, I can't give you like a number off the top of my head because I've put in hundreds of these, but it's, it's, I would say most of them are doing yeah. um, testing and then a lot of them are doing treatment. And if they're not doing the treatment themselves, they know how to, how to refer for that. Wow. That's fantastic. Um, also to the ultrasounds, um, almost all of them do ultrasound. I don't think I know of a, um, of a pregnancy resource center that does not have an ultrasound tech and an ultrasound machine. And um, that's another thing. I In North Carolina, I know for a fact in North Carolina mm-hmm. and in Virginia, you have to pay to get an ultrasound. All you have to do is tell, you know, your pregnant friend um, on campus or just someone, uh, your pregnant friend, whoever, all you have to do is tell them they can get a free yeah, ultrasound. Definitely. And that's just a great way to get them in the door of the pregnancy mm-hmm. resource center because they're free. In pregnancy resource centers, they're free. Um, if you go to Planned Parenthood, any other abortion facility, and I know specifically North Carolina oh, yeah. and in Virginia, abortion, um, it costs so ultrasound, not abortion. Um, ultrasounds will cost. So these are a lot of women yeah. I need. Um, I've been very close with a lot of women who've been pregnant. Like I've been around pregnant women a lot my whole life, and like they're expensive. Honestly, like my, I have a lot of younger siblings, and. I don't know if they really needed it, but like, I'm like, I'm wow, my mom could have gone and gotten a free ultrasound because I mean, they're, they're free. And like all the, all of the <laughs> um, services at these clinics, uh, the majority of these clinics, all their services will be free of charge. Mm-hmm. And I think also too, and um, I'm just going to say it, I'm, and if I'm overstepping, come let me know and I'll pay. <laughs> Well, I'll see. I can help if I pay, but I think if you even let them know that you can't right. pay, I'm sure they will work with you. I don't see a pregnancy resource right. if you're saying, "Oh well, goodbye." I don't see that at all. I see them wanting to work with you. And if I'm wrong, like I said, come tell me. And you know, I don't know if I can pay, mm-hmm. but I, I know people who I can talk to that will pay for you. So it's just it's really just about community and like coming together and helping mm-hmm. each other. It, that's really what this whole thing is about. That's what the whole purpose of um, being pro-life is, is wanting to help each other, wanting to um, give people these resources. And as Christians, um, I think it's also really important for us to help the least of these, yeah, help people absolutely. who and can't that help be, themselves. I, can't, I, so, yeah. I don't see a pregnancy center ever turning a woman away. For not being able to pay for something because that would defeat the purpose of what they exist no, for, I don't see which is either. to basically help women who are in difficult situations. Exactly. So yeah, I think you're right uh, about, you know, learning about these and that um, awareness and education is definitely the number one thing. I don't think basically as someone who's been working with these resources for a while now, I can say we don't have a shortage of resources in this country. Like we, we've got it covered, really. What we have a shortage of is awareness and education. And that's where we really need to focus. Because mm-hmm. I think, and like Absolutely. you said earlier, I think most people on, on, you know, both sides of the pro-life or pro-choice side, most people really, really just want to be compassionate towards women. Most people want to do what's best for women. Most people want to see women succeed. Um, and so basically we just need to... Um, Make sure that people know, hey, these resources are out there because if they don't know about them, that's the number one issue. If they don't know that they're there, 
they're not going to be able to access them, they're not going to be able to use them, they're not going to be able to tell their friends about them because, you know, and I think it's really important to, like, make sure guys know about this, too, because, um, you know, if you're a guy and your girlfriend mm-hmm. gets pregnant, um, you know, you're thinking, well, I don't know what to do, she doesn't know what to do, but if you know of a pregnancy center, and I can guarantee you there's one close to you, or if you know of, like, a maternity home, because that's another thing we have a ton of in there, is maternity homes where women can go live and grow and help and, and you know, learn how to take care of their children oh, nice. and have counseling. And they just, you know, they have a place where they can live while they're pregnant and after they give birth to their baby. So um, if you, if your girlfriend is pregnant and you're both like, well, what do we do? Um, there's there's resources out there and it's really important for men to know about this because and or it might not even be your girlfriend it could be your sister or your friend or your friend's yeah. girlfriend you know um really there's nobody out there who doesn't need this information because everybody everybody knows someone who could get pregnant i remember i was i was door knocking and i think i was in dc last summer door knocking for pregnancy resources or might have been virginia no it was dc um and we were you know handing out information about the local pregnancy resources and somebody was like well uh, well I can't get pregnant and I'm like well but like I'm sure you know someone who is like I don't know any women any slam that are I'm like okay well that's that's the one one person in America who doesn't know that <laughs> could get pregnant hilarious. but everybody else needs this information <laughs> He's like, I don't know, any I don't know anyone who could get pregnant I'm like, yeah <laughs> but pretty much everybody else knows somebody who could need <laughs> these resources so therefore everybody needs to know this information everybody needs to know what your rights are on campus and everybody needs to know about the local and national resources that are available yeah absolutely um just to piggyback off of that uh when i was door knocking for uh, abortion free cities a couple weeks ago in chapel hill an older lady was like oh i'm way past this age i don't i don't need this information i was like yes but you might know someone that does like like Lily was saying, this is really important stuff, and you have no idea when you'll come across someone who needs help, um, and you want to be able to provide them with some information. Standingwithyou.org, I think, is just a great place to go. Um, I will say also, too, the Anti-Abortion Social Club, we're going to be doing a lot more with resources. Our two goals are education and resources, so people are ready for a post row America. We're going to be doing a lot more um, with on our page with having a couple of websites, resources, different things um, for uh, everyone to have. Because our goal, once again, is to help mama and baby. And when we help mama and baby, we can see more. Um, it'll just, it'll help society. It'll be better. It, it just, in this post-row world, I'm just imagining this is very, you know, this won't probably happen for a couple of years, but I'm just imagining, you know, we, someone finds out they're pregnant. They have so many circumstances, so many things stacked against them, but they do know that they can go to Queen City Pregnancy Resource Center, Cabarrus Women's Center, um, Palmetto Women's Center, and they will be welcomed with open arms. They'll have all of their needs met, as well as be given um, other opportunities and other ways to uh, give them a hand, what is it, a hand up instead of a hand out. You know, there'll just be so many things that they just won't even be, you, they won't be scared. They'll be like, oh, 
if it was unplanned, mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, can't believe that happened. Well, I know where to go. Like I just and I just think that'll be such it'll be easier on the baby. It'll be easier on society. It'll yeah. It will just be easier for everyone. And I'm really Um, glad that you brought up, but yeah, so because that's something that's coming upon us hopefully pretty soon. Um, basically, and for those of you who don't know, which I'm sure if you listen to Mel's podcast, you do know, but um, the Supreme Court decision, Dobbs versus Jackson, um, it was you know the decision potentially was leaked a little while ago. It's not completely official yet, but it's really starting to look like. Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned this summer. And when that happens, a lot of states are going to outlaw abortion. And I think right now there's a big uproar in our country. There's a lot of people who are very upset about that. And, you know, as pro-life people, we're not upset. We're excited. But I can see, I can see where the fear is coming from and the, the anger and the, you know, being upset about this. It comes from basically what we've been talking about this whole time, a lack of knowledge, a lack of awareness and education on what resources you actually can access. Because, you know, for us, we know that abortion is wrong, but for someone who, you know, has always had that in the back of their head as an option, the idea of abortion now being banned is, it is very scary because now you're like, oh, okay, well, if I get pregnant, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to die. I'm going to, you know, not be able to have my career, all these things. So those are legitimate fears. So I don't want anyone in the, you know, on the other side of the issue to everything that the pro-life movement, like, just don't, we don't care. Like too bad sucks for you. Um, that's not at all what, what we're about, but, um, I really want to stress that poster America when Roe versus Wade is overturned, poster America is not something to be afraid of. Um, a lot of people are very afraid right now, and understandably, because they don't know about these resources. So rather than, you know, obviously we're going to celebrate, but I think the number one thing we need to do is is to stand there, you know, be, be sober about it and be, you know, I understand you're afraid. I understand you're concerned. I understand you're scared. Or even if you're not worried for yourself, you're worried for your daughters or your friends or whoever it is, like, oh, like, well, if they needed an abortion now, they can't get one. Um that's not that's not something that you need to be afraid of because in post row America the pro life movement is ready to take that on and to to make sure that we're building a society where that's not even um that's not even like a necessity anymore like nobody feels like they need to do that there's other countries that have done that where um they actually haven't even outlawed abortion which you know we're we disagree with that but um the point is that there's there's s- several countries who um, don't have strict abortion laws, but they have so many resources and so much awareness about those resources that women don't even feel like they need abortion. They don't get them because it's not even, it's not even really a thought that crosses their mind. It's so rare because they know how supported and loved they are. And that's what we're trying to create. So looking at that, we just, we know that it can be done. We know that you can create a society where women are like, well, yeah, this is a tough situation, but it's okay because I'm taken care of. And, and the amazing thing about, about local resources, like, um, like these pregnancy centers is that, oh, it's not, it's not just like the government who couldn't care less about me taking care of me. You know, like the government is, and hopefully will continue to do more to take care of these women. But a lot of it's like real, like person to person. Like I, like there's, there's people in your city. Yeah. Who Mm -hmm, care about mm -hmm. you. Who are going to do everything they can to help you. And then in terms of like the government, you know, we should, the government should be doing more to help these women, because if we are going to overturn Roe versus Wade, then, you know, we need to help with, you know, 
good healthcare, real healthcare, and access to that, better childcare, maternity leave, and things like that. And and those are all things that we advocate for, you know. So I again, I just really want to stress to anyone listening who may not be so happy about the coming post for America that this isn't something that you need to be scared of because. Um, because again, we're standing with you. No woman stands alone. And whether, and it doesn't matter, you know, what your opinion is, you could agree with us or disagree with us on uh, the issue of abortion, but it really doesn't matter. If you're pregnant, we're there for you. We want to help you. Yes, I love that. That was a, honestly, Lily, that was a great um, way to wrap it up. I, is there anything else you just, I would say check out standingwithyou.org. Um, again, yeah, and like I said, it's even if you don't think you I will need link this information for yourself, you never know, maybe one day you will. But I guarantee you, you know someone who could need this, or maybe you'll meet someone. Like, everybody needs to familiarize themselves with this. So just go on. We just relaunched the website on Valentine's Day, so it's all brand new. It's super pretty. Like, I would just go on there, look up your zip code, Aww. explore, familiarize yourself with the things in your area so that if a friend comes to you and says, like, hey, I'm pregnant, or I have a friend who's pregnant, or my girlfriend's pregnant, or if they already have a kid and they're like, hey, I'm struggling financially, or I don't know what to do, or if they're in a domestic violence situation, because we have things like that, too, you already know, because you've already looked at all the resources in your area. You already can, you can say like, oh yeah, definitely. I know where you can go to live. I know where you can find shelter. I know where you can find food. We have hundreds of like food banks in there. Um, I like, you can be that person that can say, I know that I got you. I can take care of this. Like I know where to direct you and I will walk with you as well. So I would say that like, just browse standing with you, go look around it, familiarize yourself with the things in your area. Um, familiarize yourself with Title IX because it starts, like I said, it starts with education. So you need to be, if you're listening, this is, this is your call to action. You need to be that person who knows what a pregnant student's rights are on campus. So that if you, it could be a friend of a friend that you hear, oh, somebody's pregnant. You can say, okay, well, these are their rights just so they know. You can be that person. And then once you start to be that person, you'll find more people will start coming to you. More people will go, oh, she knows about about resources. She knows about Title IX rights. Um, you know, he knows where I can where I can find help. So really, educating yourself is is the most important thing because you can't help other people if you can't if you don't educate yourself. So there's that, and then also, like you had said, Mal earlier, um, volunteering, donating your money, donating your time because um, it's it's real people who keep these things afloat. These these resources. Um, so yeah, we need to give whatever it is that we can. And, you know, especially post-Roe America's coming, we need to show that we, like, as just as members of the community, that we're there for these women. And we need to make sure that these resources are kept alive. You know, I wouldn't, I'm not, I wouldn't say that they're struggling, but like every little bit helps. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Your pregnancy resource center <laughs> will never turn down a track. I promise you they will never turn down a check. Um, they absolutely can use the money. They are not using the money themselves. They, there's women who are coming in that need help, and that money is going directly to them. So, you know, I just want to say that. And no pregnancy resource centers like won't turn down your check. Um, maternity <laughs> close if, you, if you've been pregnant in the past. They have, they have that's that's the one other thing mm -hmm. I forgot to mention that mm -hmm. pretty much all of these pregnancy centers have is um they have they all it's so cute they all call it baby boutiques they have like this little closet 
um, where it's, it's just, and like yeah. my local pregnancy resource center, I have a couple of them, but the, these little closets are so cute and they're just filled with like baby clothes, maternity clothes, formula diapers. So if you have old baby clothes, if you have old maternity clothes, um, if you want to donate diapers, Car seats, um, car seats, oh, car seats, car seats, actually, car seats. I, know I know some that, of them, um, they can car do seats. car seats, but car seats can expire. So I know that at least in, um, in my city in San Diego, there's programs oh. where you can go to it's either the police department or the fire station where they will give you, um, they will give you a free car seat basically because it's, yeah. And that's actually something now that you brought it up, we, and see, that's that important to, to know. Boss, we should okay. probably try to find things like that because I have noticed that a lot of the pregnancy centers, um, don't necessarily always have car seats because those are things that need to be like approved because cars, yeah, car seats need to be like, because Bought, like, I guess like plastic that, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. So they expire, but, um, Bought new, I know pretty at least, much. um, where I live, yeah. there's places you can go to get a free car seat because it's illegal to drive around with your baby without a car seat. So we need to be giving, giving women these things, you know, if they can't, which, you know, yeah. babies in car yeah. seats too. So, um, that's, that's something really important. I would definitely like, hopefully yeah. you're going <laughs> to get, get some of that in standing with you because, yeah, now that you mention it, it should probably be in there. But if you want to just, like, look it up, you can probably find it in your city where you can find, like, a free car seat. Um, and, yeah, and another thing that, like, um, fire stations can provide is um, every single state has something called a safe haven law. So there's never – you hear a lot of people um, who are more pro-choice saying, well, oh, there's going to be a lot of abandoned babies. Um, then they're going to be, like, neglected and die. All 50 states have a safe haven law, and what that is is a law that says that every area needs to have a safe, secure place for babies to be, like, safely surrendered. So for most cities, that's a fire station. Um, they have, like, little drop boxes, and, and in, you can go to standing with you and find where those are in your city. Um, basically, yeah, you can, if, if you have your baby and you realize you can't, take care of that baby you can drop it off no questions asked anonymously which you know obviously that's a very like a difficult thing to do but if that's what a woman uh, decides she needs to do all 50 states yeah. have that and you can safely anonymously surrender your baby so that that's something else that you can find so basically our our, our cities are filled with resources that women just they don't even know about but yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's our duty to let them know. One of the ways you can let them know is share this episode. Everyone, this is the perfect episode to share with your friend, whether she's pro-life or pro-choice, because this is some of the options for the choice. If um, someone says they're pro-choice, it also means that they should be pro-women getting resources that they need, pro-women who want to have their child being supported. So this is a great episode to share with all of your friends. I think we learned a lot about Title IX, things that I did not know, and we learned a lot about the resources that are offered that are available to women. And we also learned we absolutely need to be talking about this. We have to continue this conversation in the post-Royal America already. We're not even in the post-Royal America, but we're already seeing all of this misinformation, all of these false, uh, like the, all these lies and mischaracterization of different bills and things like that. So we just need to make sure that we are being truth um, in this crazy chaotic time and that we are truly trying to help people um, is a truth. That's just one of the truths. So if you like this episode, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Once again, share this if you're on um, 
wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple, uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Amazon Music, um, Audible, um, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening on, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Rumble, literally everywhere, share, 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 share. This People need to know this information. Lily, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate um, you t- giving us this information. And if anyone has any questions, uh, um, please follow Lily. Your so Instagram L-I-L-I-P-R-O-V-I-D-A. So yeah, I would say also if anybody who's out there and listening to this and wants to learn more about pregnancy resources or about Title IX and just like, wants to talk to somebody confidentially, um, you can always DM me and I'm there and I can help you through it. Or if you have a friend that needs help, um, yeah, definitely get in touch if, if you ever want some advice or just more information about this. Perfect. Thank you again, Lily. And thank you everybody for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.